You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. I almost just said 2018. It's such a random year to like almost like say. Maybe because, I don't know. What, like, like why? I, I, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, with nothing of any substance in my life happened in 2018. And for whatever reason, really badly. Like, almost to the point where, like, I, I would have had to edit it out. Like, I almost just said September 22nd, 2018, and I have absolutely no idea why. I'm going to talk about that in therapy this week. Why on earth <laughs> is my brain stuck in 2018 of all years? Okay. Tiger's dub, baby. Another Tigers dub. The train keeps rolling. Uh, you're listening to this on Wednesday. They played on Tuesday. It's supposed to be a day game on Wednesday. It is supposed to pour. It has already been pouring rain uh, for the last, like, pretty much since the game stopped all the way through that I'm recording this kind of late at night because uh, I had plans after the game. But, um, yeah, it has been nonstop pouring ever since the game ended. Uh, it will is supposed to rain through the night, and then supposed to rain like all like almost all day again tomorrow, or when you're listening to this today. So I don't know if we're gonna get this uh, this third game in, which would suck because well, if they added on to the end of the season series, that would be okay, but it would really suck if they just dropped it because then. We would only play 161, and the odds of us, well, we couldn't. It would be impossible to go to go exactly 500 then, and I really, really want that really badly. So I hope that either the game gets played, or uh, they tack this game on and just like, like I don't care about home and road, just play the damn game. Okay, so I'll, I'll, uh, I, I hope they add it on to the end, but they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't add it on to the end because. Everyone will have clinched. It won't mean abs- it will mean absolutely nothing. And so, so we might be looking at a situation where uh, we're only going to be able to play 161 this year. Because I mean, it is it is straight up supposed to rain. Like I'm talking like 90 to 100 percent chance of rain from like whenever you wake up tomorrow, whether you wake up at noon or wake up at four in the morning to go, you know, work your work your job. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's supposed to rain all day. Uh, and like all night tomorrow. So I highly doubt a game is going to be played, uh, which will make recording tomorrow, Thursday's episode, fun because uh, I won't have a game to recap. So if you got any cool ideas, you want like a rain out thing. I still have my scorecards. I kind of wanted to save those for the for the off season, the scorecard segment. I don't know. We can do something fun though. Minor league season ended. Maybe we can do like one last uh, prospect review. Just look at everybody's seasons as a whole. Um, or we could do something fun. I don't know. If you have like an idea and you want to just shoot at me at, at Locked on Tigers, you can shoot it there or at Bentley Scotty, either or. Uh, you guys are super interactive and awesome. And that's why I love you. Uh, so 
Regardless, we're here today and we're recapping a 3-5 victory over the Southsiders, which is always good, man. I always love just beating... I don't like anyone in our division, which I guess is like the purpose of divisions. That's like the whole point. But man, it, it always feels so good to to beat AL Central teams. Who's y'all's... I'm like, this is also feels super unorganized and like, <laughs> like a super unorganized show where I'm just like talking like casually. So I hope that that's okay. And like, well, we will get to the, the offense and pitching and the game recap like we always do. But I don't know. We're just kind of talking. It's chill. Um, what, who's your guys's least favorite AL Central team and like the one team in the AL Central we're like, eh, if they beat us, I don't really care. Like who's the who's the AL Central team you're most most okay with losing to? I will say, uh, because obviously we can't have a conversation back and forth currently uh, until you guys listen to this. So I'll give you mine. Um, my least favorite, man, it's close. It's really close. It's either... It's easily either Cleveland or Kansas City, like comfortably. Those two are kind of in a league. They're like, I don't even, those two aren't even in the same stratosphere as the White Sox and the Twins, to be completely honest with you. And, and like, I don't know, I don't know if it's just like, that's, that's my, like for my era, my generation, like those two teams have, have, caused a lot more harm to me than than the twins and uh and white Sox like ever had like the white Sox, have, I, I barely have any bad memories of the white Sox for real i i was born in 1998 i'm, I'm 23 years old for those who who didn't know i genuinely in my 23 years on this planet don't think i have a single like like rivalry like bad memory of the chicago white Sox. Like, like truly. And, it, and it's not like, like they've just never been good. <laughs> they've never been good in my whole life. They won a World Series when I was seven. And when they were good, right, during that era, when they were, when they were like on the, on the come up there before that, we were horrible, right? Like, like 2003, 2002 to 2005, we were horrific. That's like one of the worst stretches of baseball in MLB history, nonetheless, Tigers history. So, like, I, like that isn't, like, whatever. They had success. It didn't come at the expense of us, that's for sure. And then in 2006, they won 95 games and missed the playoffs <laughs> because they got third place in the AL Central because we won 97 and, uh, and got the wild card. And then the Twins won almost 100 and, and won the division. So... But, like, we've never run into the Twins in the playoffs. And, honestly, the Twins have never really been good at the same time as us either. Like, the Twins... Okay, that's that's not that's not true. The, I will always be forever heartbroken at Game 163, obviously. We all are. I'm still not over it. Brandon Inge got hit. The umpire admitted it. Blah, blah, blah. We, that we can save that. that. We have a full episode on that day uh, in the offseason if you guys want. But, um... Like, that game is really... And honestly, that, that game doesn't really make me hate the Twins. It, like, it was... it was Like, the ball hit Inge's jersey. 
Like it should have been, it should have been, that should have been it. It hit his jersey, the inning should have continued. I don't know, I don't know. That game, for whatever reason, doesn't really make me hate the Minnesota Twins. Whereas like the Royals and and Cleveland baseball team, I, I, I mean, I have a plethora. And I guess none of them are were as ever as, as big of a moment as the game one sixty three. So that maybe maybe I'm just a weirdo. Honestly, maybe, maybe I'm just a weirdo. Maybe I'm just a weirdo. But like the Royals, no, the Royals are the team. Every, every team in baseball has it too. Every single fan base, if you ask, there's always one team where no matter how good you are or how bad they are, they always seem. To play you well and or just beat you. Um, and the Royals, for again, for my lifetime, have always been that team. When we were on a roll, they always played us tough or just like beat us for no reason. And then, uh, you know what? The, the one biggest thing with the Royals, maybe not biggest, but, but one of the biggest things with the Royals too, is that they just... The fact that we had such an insane roster from 2011 to 2014, this roster was insane. There, there is the 2013 team, 29 other GMs would have traded their 25-man roster for our 25-man roster. No GM wouldn't have done a straight-up trade-for-trade of their team for our team, the Red Sox included, Okay. We had the best roster in baseball. It's one of the best teams that never won a ring ever. We don't get a ring out of that era. That four or five year era. Right? The Royals, then out of nowhere, right after we go into sell mode and and pretty much bail, they just decide, you know what? We're going to win a World Series with a team that only hits singles. Alcides Escobar is going to OPS 600 and be our leadoff hitter. And we're going to win a World Series. That infuriates me more than than almost anything. And they made back to... Like, like that team had no business being good. Still, to this day. They they are the the black sheep of the analytics community as well. Because it literally just doesn't make sense that they were good. It, it literally doesn't. Like, they had an insane bullpen. They had a pretty solid starting rotation. In the playoffs, when you could cut it to three or four people, it, it was it was better. But, like, that team had no business winning a ring, man. And we had an unbelievable roster. And couldn't get it done. So that's one of my biggest reasons for them. And then Cleveland is just, like, pretty self-explanatory. I mean, like, it's Cleveland. The Michigan-Ohio rivalry across everything. That, that Not just, you know, universities. Like, the states. Like, the, the state of Michigan and the state of Ohio have had a huge rivalry for longer than any of us have ever been alive. Um, so that's already, like, big. And then, and then, I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, it's Cleveland. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just the Cleveland baseball team. It's the Guardians. I don't know. It's gross. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I, I, I don't know why I, I don't really have ill will toward the Twins, even after game 163. I, I really don't. 
maybe it was because we got some success there in the early 2010s that made me forget about it or, or whatever. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Going to have to do some some self-reflection on that. And then, like, the White Sox, again, have, have never done anything to us, really, like ever. <laughs> we have never been good at the same time, and that's mostly because they've never been good. Uh, like, the last time the White Sox made the postseason before... Before 2020, the last time the White Sox even made the postseason, I was in elementary school. And I'm now 23 years old. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't don't have too much ill will toward them. I, I would say losing to them is... They're probably the my, my most tolerable AL Central team. That being said... That, like, most tolerable... That's like, that's like smart kid in a dumb class. Like, or no, I got that analogy wrong. Oh, yeah. No, I nailed it. Yeah. It's like being the smartest kid. Smartest kid in a dumb class. Like... Like, I, I have a list of ranking every single MLB team based on how much I like them. And I guess I can I can tweet it out one of these days. But it's a, it's a rotating list because obviously stuff happens. Like, the Astros thing happens and they plummet. But I change it uh, usually every opening day and then every game 162. That's usually when I update it. I've had a rolling list for years. And, and the White Sox, being the best AL Central teams, they are still in the 20s. <laughs> Like they're still in the bottom third of the league in likeness, just, you know, the top of the AL Centrals. All right, I have rambled for an entire segment uh, about pretty much nothing. So I hope that that was good, like, radio at least. Um, I, I apologize if, if you're like, when the hell is he going to get to this actual game? I'm sorry. Uh, and we'll do that now. We will go into the game here and, and do the last two segments on uh, on recapping the game. I'm... I'm I, my brain just really, I don't know, wanted to go that direction, apparently. Okay, first, though, got to talk to everybody about Spotify Greenroom. This episode is brought to you by Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find just like you and I on Greenroom for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, etc., you can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get there, and I will meet you guys there. Hopefully, we can get that rolling in the offseason. So go download the Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the league of your choice or group, whatever, for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues, and I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know when Locked on Tigers Room is live. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room is changing the way that we talk sports. Also got to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. We're back in better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to your website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 100, no longer 50, 100% welcome bonus. Use promo code Locked On to double your initial deposit just for signing up. Also, for a little extra bonus, don't forget to use promo code NFL100 from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. 
Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, we are back here for segment two at Locked On Tigers. Let's actually get into this game finally. Now that I'm done rambling about uh, about nonsense, I apologize again if if that was like incredibly weird or boring to you. But yeah, that's that's gonna be segment one. Okay. Uh, 3-5 to five final. Great win. Great, great win. Uh, really, like honestly, a, a genuinely impressive victory for this team. From, from the pitching to the offense to, to the game management all around, this is one of the most, not like one of the prettiest wins or one, uh, not even one of the best wins, but just a, a pure like, like gritty, just like impressive, like that's the word, like just a really, really impressive victory, a game that that this 2019 team would have lost by by five runs, and uh, and and we kept our kept our our heads above water and took advantage there in uh, at, at the end of the game. So we'll start with the offense. Uh, fantastic, I mean honestly, absolutely fantastic. 16 hits and three walks. 16 hits. That's 19 base runners. Now, I will say, we'll go back to a, a reoccurring theme. Zero homers for us, by the way. 16, 19 base runners, zero homers. And now, I will say, a reoccurring theme, most of this offseason, right? Not offseason. Jeez, my brain is soup. A reoccurring theme most of the season, as you guys are well aware, has been, and we've talked about it a billion times, has been uh, runners in scoring position. Now, there was a stretch in the middle of the summer where we were actually really, really good with runners in scoring position. Batting average and, and OBP with runners in scoring position was very good. And then, like, since early, mid-August, it has been a complete 180. And we have we have struggled a lot more with, uh, with runners in scoring position earlier. This week we had a game where uh, where if you got on base you scored and we talked about how that was a kind of a nice change of pace <laughs> because of, of how we used to uh, having a, the, the, the the classic Tigers threaten but do not score right you see the hashtag on Twitter any at pretty much every day at this point the uh, what is it T T B D NS. That's what it is, yeah. Um, I've tweeted it a million times, but actually, like remembering it instead of typing it out is is a lot more difficult. Clearly, um, so you've heard that a billion times, right? And and this is uh, th- this was the epitome of like a, a whole game of Tigers threatened but do not score. Now we get the win and we score five runs. Five runs is really respectable. It's going to win you a lot of ball games. A lot of ball games. But when you have almost 20 base runners, five runs is probably a slight disappointment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is just going to be... And look, some of that just comes with having impact bats, which we don't have. We have zero. We have zero impact bats, which makes this team's performance so far this year, so far, you know, just a week and a half left in the season... Makes this team's performance this season even more impressive, and this coaching staff even more impressive. 
Because we have zero, genuinely zero impact bats. At, at the current moment, we have one person who has an OPS over 800 even. And it's an 804. Like, like, like an impact bat, like a, like a true threat. And, and true impact bat like that is like 850 plus, 900 plus OPS. Like, like, a, like, a, like a fear bat, as, as former Locked On Tigers host Chris Castellani always says. You need a fear bat. And we don't have one of those. And I think if we get one this offseason, or two, I'm not going to be greedy though. I'll take one. We get one, and then Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson turn, develop into others. That is where you will see the biggest change in that average margin scoring in scoring position. That's that's how you get that to change. You need that fear bat. You need that big impact bat in the middle, and uh, and hopefully someday soon we will uh, we will be there and we'll be and we'll be rocking. Okay. Individual performances, uh, everybody. I mean, it was a hit parade outside of Eric Haas. I think everybody got a hit. Oh, Isak Peretti's went 0 for 2. Um, okay, Akil Badu, 2 for 5. Jonathan Scope, 1 for 4. Robbie Grossman, 2 for 5. Jamer, 2 for 4. Uh, no no doubles. No doubles from Jamer, but the uh, 804 OPS, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. He's he's gonna be such a he's never gonna be the best player on on this team when we are you know like winning winning playoff series and such but but he's gonna be a really really important piece to this puzzle and he has played his way into uh, into that and man it, it's just it's so crazy like in, in I mean literally what two going into 2020 that I wrote an article for Diamond Digest is is one of the websites I. I, uh, I cover the Tigers for, and I wrote an article, and uh, it was it was the like the season preview article going into the 2020 season for the Tigs, and uh, and yeah, like I, I literally put in there, I was like, hey, like this fan base has pretty much run out of of patience with him. He's been here for three or four years now. Can't seem to really put it all together. He goes on hot stretches. This is this season, even in 60 games, is like his last chance to kind of prove that he's a long-term option. And then he started off like 0 for 20. And everybody was like, all right, like this this dude's a bust. Hopefully Isak Paredes can be something. Um, we can salvage the trade, but like this dude's toast. And then he just went on a tear and he hasn't looked back. He has not looked back. Give him all the credit in the world. Uh, Haas went 0 for Nico Goodrum, 2 for 4 with a nice RBI. Uh, great. He played a really solid defensive game too, which is a nice change of pace considering we have like the worst shortstop DRS in baseball. Don't quote. Somebody is going to look that up and we're going to be behind second to last by like one and I'm going to get yelled at. So I, I, that's, I know like two months ago that was true. I, I guess, <laughs> I can't imagine that it's not still true. I really can't because we have the same shortstops we have now that we did two months ago when it was true. Uh, but but yeah, not a very good shortstop situation for uh, for the Tigers this year. Um, and then yeah, Daz Cameron three for three, beautiful game from Daz. Isak goes over Victor Reyes. Four for four with two RBIs. My mentions were an absolute shit show. Uh, yeah, any anytime he does anything, 
I hear about it from about 900 different people, and today was no different. It's honestly, it's hilarious to me at this point. It's one of my favorite, like, I don't know, being (laughs) being known for anything is kind of funny, and just the fact that one of my, like, four things that my phone blows up about with the Tigers is is Victor freaking Reyes. Unbelievable. Okay, let's get into this pitching. Uh, But first... Got to talk to you all about our friends over at Built Bar. Coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. You guys know the flavors by now, and you know that my favorite is orange. I'm still rocking with the cookies and cream really hard, but I I, I love the orange. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box. You get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. So order today and get that raspberry, get that cookies and cream, whatever you like. Get the mixed box. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. And lastly, we're going to talk to you all about DirecTV streams. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. It brings your TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. You can watch your favorite sports, favorite movies, favorite shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, No need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. It's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies based on package. All right. Let's get into this pitching really quick. I know this is going to be a quick segment, but as impressive as the pitching was, I've told you guys a million times, there's not too much analysis on Tyler Alexander. Now, we'll gladly take this performance, five hits, five hits, five innings, eight hits, two runs, two walks, two strikeouts, 91 pitches, got out of that fifth inning jam there. Look, if he can continue to just go five and give up two or three, beautiful. It's going to be a great way to finish the season out. Uh, He will have filled that role nicely, and I will be very okay with what he did. It's just I don't want anyone to be mistaken and think that Tyler Alexander is like a like a rotation piece for this team going forward because he's absolutely not. Now, will he – I think he has earned the right to be if any of our starting five or six, however many starting pitchers we bring into the roster next year. I think he's earned the right because he has pitched well. I think he's earned the right to where if if – any of those guys go down, he is the first call. And he's the first option to, to plug an injury next year or a whatever, a skip start or, or whatnot. I think he's earned that. I think he deserves that. And he on the opening day, if everything goes right, he should be coming out of the bullpen as a nice long relief lefty, which I think he also does a great job at. But, uh, but yeah, I, he has definitely earned the, the right to be the the first emergency starting pitcher that we go to. Absolutely. He he's been hasn't been unreal by any stretch, but again, emergency starting pitcher, filled that role very nicely, been really solid, kept us in a lot of games. So so big ups to Tyler Alexander. 
Ian Kroll, two-thirds of an inning, no runs. Uh, he was kind of all over the place, but didn't give up any runs, so I guess we'll take it. Brian Garcia, one and a third, no hits, no runs, one walk, one K. Some hard outs, some hard, he does not miss bats, man. The one strikeout is honestly even a miracle to me. Uh, Jason Foley gives up a run, two-thirds of an inning, one hit, one run, one walk, one K uh, on 18 pitches. Look, man, that dude is nasty. Nasty. If he can figure it out, he's going to be somebody. If he can figure out the command. Him, Lang, and Soto are all in that same camp of just nasty stuff. Like elite, truly elite, like like, like unreal. You know, top-end MLB stuff and just no command. And we saw that from Foley today. That His sinker, is like two-seam sinker thing is unreal. I mean, he, he, he like Soto, he hits that, hits a hundred sometimes with that thing. Like, like he is nasty. Just a matter of command. And then Fulmer, shutting the door, getting the eleventh save of the year. One and a third, two hits, no runs, one walk, one K. His command was a little shaky today. Um, when he was trying to nibble on the corner, he would miss out of the zone, and then when he was trying to hit a spot in the zone, he would miss right down the middle. Give up some hard contact. Um, but didn't give up any runs, so we will take it. The stuff was still good, too, and that's honestly more what I worry about at this point now in a long season with his injury history. So that'll do it. Three to five final, baby. We will gladly take that. And uh, I, I can't imagine we're going to play today if the forecast is even remotely correct. But, hey, I, man, if we could... if we. 74 and 78. We're a game back from Cleveland in second place. And yeah, we're now four games under 500. We have 10 games remaining. Yeah, 10 games remaining on the schedule. Um, and we have to go, well, now, I mean, we only have to go, what, seven and three? That's really doable. Seven and three is really, really seven and three is actually so doable that in our last ten games currently we are seven and three. So how about do you like apples? How about them apples? All right, before I sign you on your way, locked on bets. I told you guys a million times. Gonna tell you again. Great podcast. If you actually, if you follow the Lockdown account on Twitter, the Lockdown Bets account as well, they've been. Like like the first two weeks of the NFL season, they're hitting on like 70% of the bets talked about on the podcast. Like unreal, dude. Like wildly impressive. Um if you're into if you're into that, if you're into sports betting, definitely check it out for real. MLB, Tigers, NFL, like I said, doesn't have to be a guessing game. New and it, they literally make it not a guessing game. I mean, for it's crazy. They tweeted it out. I, I, it's somewhere between sixty and seventy percent of a hit rate so far on bets they've talked about on the show, which is unbelievable. I mean, they're just basically giving you away money to its, its listenership. Very, very impressive. Uh, made it made uh, a, a few legal bets on uh, on my end as well via via their show. So follow Locked On Bets podcast. It's brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Friends helping friends, wherever you get your podcast. All right, this, I feel like I was all over the place with this one. Hopefully it's good radio. If it's not, I apologize. Um, 
Let me know if we do get rained out, if you guys have any fun ideas for, for what we want to talk about. We could do a mailbag. I feel like mailbags, you kind of, I want to do like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's not a, it's really not that deep. I, I always come up with content. There's always stuff to talk about. It's not a huge deal. But uh, yeah, regardless, whether we, the Tigers play or not, you will see me tomorrow. Peace and love. Going to therapy is dope. And I will catch y'all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.